listening to Game On DC, your home for local gaming and esports news in the DMV. Find the show on social media at Game On DC and by using the hashtag GoDC. Without further ado, here are your hosts, John and Joey. What's up, DMV? Welcome to Game On DC, the podcast dedicated to you, the gamers and esport fanatics, right here in the East Coast capital of esports. My name is John, and I am joined by the one and the only, the king of the courtside, Joey. What's up, buddy? John, life is good. Not a ton happening in professional esports at the moment for the DMV region, but there are a ton of gaming tournaments happening throughout the area, as well as we have a great guest on this week. And before we jump into those amazing topics and that amazing interview, just a friendly reminder that if you enjoy the show, we would be honored if you would leave us a review on your respective podcatcher of choice. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. With that out of the way, let's jump right into our first segment around the gaming beltway. Joey, what's happening in the DMV? Kicking things off, Saturday, August 31st, DC United and Esports Fair Play are partnering up for their third round Robin tournament in their four-match series. The event will be free to enter and will be held at Lucky Bar at 6.30 p.m. Visit smash.gg to register. In addition to that, the following week, Saturday, September 7th, we have Gex Esports and NCS hosting a CSGO tournament that's going to run from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. It'll be a 5v5 tournament format with 16 teams capping out the field, $35 to $50 to enter, depending on when you register. So the earlier you register, the cheaper that fee will be. In addition to that, prize pools are going to be up to $1,600 for this event. And the event will be held in Lorton, Virginia at the Gex Esports location. Uh, John, in particular, I'm very excited for this. They always put on a great CSGO tournament. This one in particular brings out some of the best players in the area. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. CSGO always draws a great crowd, especially in this area. So really excited to see what's going to happen there on September 7th. Be sure to also check out our local gaming center's websites and social media accounts as they have regularly scheduled events throughout the week as well. We can't report on every single event happening, so we just hit the major ones, but there are tons of other events happening throughout the week check out those centers they are the cave gaming center in fairfax virginia hunter mpc gaming lounge in annandale virginia tech time gaming lounge in woodbridge virginia i battle esports pc gaming in centerville virginia xanadu games at laurel park maryland and the game gym in potomac maryland Joining us this week on the Community Spotlight, we have the founder, the CEO, the president. Whatever amazing title you want to give him, you can give it to him. It is Patrick Valdez from Esports Fair Play, straight out of my home city as well, Woodbridge, Virginia. What's up, Pat? Welcome to Game on DC. Hoodbridge, what's up, guys? How are you? Thank you so much for having me on the show. So hoping you'd give the Hoodbridge. That's, that's, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Well, I'm in Arlingtonian, but yeah, I just moved here not too, what, about three years ago? I like it here. We we accept everyone in, in Hoodbridge. Yeah, I like it. It's a good neighborhood. Everyone. Good area. I love it. <laughs> it's not too shabby. It's not too shabby. So, so, Pat, I have to ask first off, esports fair play. How did you even want to get involved in esports? And obviously, FIFA's a big thing here, esports fair play. Why soccer-related esports? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. So, uh, I mean, long story short, it really just started with uh, my you know, four friends, what we call each other, the CT4. I can't disclose why it's called CT, just because we played in this building. I don't want to get them in trouble, but that's kind of where it all started. <laughs> and uh, we just all trash talk, and we kept talking about, like, who's the best FIFA player? So from that day, we started kind of moving around and getting you know more and more people to, to know what we're, what we're doing. 
And then it got to the point where we were hosting FIFA tournaments at, uh, you know, at my house. And we had about like, you know, 14 to 16 people who couldn't fit anymore. And that's when my good friend Paz was like, hey, uh, I think you should take this to a bar. And, uh, you know, my other friend Mario introduced me to the bar owner over at Bailey's uh, in Arlington. And uh, things went well. We pitched it to them. And then the first tournament that we had there, we had about 32 people. We, like, sold out in our first event. So I just, you know, kind of just perfecting the craft little by little here and there, learning my mistakes. Uh, we were consistent, having tournaments every, you know, every two weeks. And um, we had James Clark from DC United come by. Uh, and he checked out the event and was super pleased. And from there, that's how I developed a relationship with, uh, with DC United. And from there, I just, I saw how there was a lot of, there was a big FIFA presence here in the DMV. And I just, I love FIFA in general and I love soccer. And, uh, you know, those two together, I saw a passion that I wanted to follow. And uh, no matter what anybody told me, I didn't want to give up. And I just kept going and grinding as much as I could. And, and I'm grateful to be where we're at. But originally, it was called Capital League of the Football. But I, I ended up rebranding it to eSports Fair Play because I wanted to you know, expand it to other sports titles and other games too as well. And I'm a big Fortnite fan. So we've been trying to do a little events here and there. But I think the grassroots is obviously FIFA. And that's something I just want to continue to build here. And uh, we'll see where we go. So looking at eSports Fair Play overall, Pat, this great organization you've built, one of your taglines or slogans is the pathway to competitive gaming. Before the show, before we started recording, we were talking a bit about this, and you're now seeing a new direction to this. Can you give us a bit of background on that? Yeah, so um, I started watching this documentary called This is Football on Amazon Prime, and, and the first episode really touched me because, uh, and just in general, you know, soccer has changed a lot of lives, um, has grown communities across the world, and has even stopped civil war. And um, after seeing everything that I've you know, the, I guess built here in terms for the FIFA presence. Um, one thing that we really, something that we really accomplished was build communities, right? And and that's something that I I love. I love bringing people together. I love seeing. It doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter what political stand you have or anything, right? It doesn't matter what it is. We have one common interest, and that's playing FIFA. And I've seen uh, people become friends, uh, build new relationships. I've met a lot of new, you know, I made a lot of new friends along the way too. You guys as well, and I'm grateful for it. I mean, a lot of the esports leaders here in the DMV. And um, that's something that I now want to change. Instead of the pathway to competitive gaming, I want to kind of cater it to building communities, right? Because um, I think ultimately that's what we need here. Um, it's been a lot of negativity and the, and, the, and the news and stuff like that. But I think gaming can really bring people together. And that's going to be my new mission now with eSports Fair Play. So Pat, jumping into a bit about the community. So we've mentioned FIFA. That's obviously one of the titles you have a lot of following with. You've done in-person tournaments. You have an awesome online league running that we'd love to hear more about. But what other titles have you touched? I know we've casted Fortnite for you. I know you've looked into Apex before. Are you planning to expand to any other titles? Or are you mainly going to stick to FIFA here on out? I've tried to host uh, Fortnite tournaments. And I think we... No, did we? No, we didn't get a chance to, to do an Apex one. And I think it's just... As of right now, the equipment that we have in-house is just consoles. Um, and that's kind of just what I can work with at the moment. 
Um, but we were very grateful to work with MSE2. Uh, and when Grant was working over at Wizards District Gaming, gave us the opportunity to uh, help them to run, you know, uh, NBA 2K events too as well. So uh, we've done that for the past two years in a row now. And uh, hopefully they seem very pleased with our, with our work. And hopefully we can um, continue to have a great relationship with them and, and, and do more NBA 2K events for them. But I think as of right now, uh, the main focus is just sports titles um, and just growing the in the FIFA community. Um, and as of right now, we're we're working with a uh, an organization uh, which will hopefully will make an announcement soon, which you guys know about. Um, and I think they're looking to do some really big things here in the DMV. So I'm really excited uh, for all of us to collaborate. And when that uh, once we can kind of make that announcement. I think we got some really big things to come. So uh, the FIFA presence here is really going to continue to grow. Okay, Pat. So jumping a bit more into the online league. So we've seen plenty of your in-person tournaments and they are awesome. We don't know as much about the online league. So you're doing like a seasonal format online with some friends in your FIFA community. Yeah. I'm just testing out some, uh, uh, some tournament structures and trial and error to see what works, what does. And I, I built a website where I, uh, trying to cater to the the foot community which is the fifa ultimate teams um and i wanted to have uh monthly leagues so uh, or seasons where you know x amount of players would would register and then we would have set schedules and so let's say tuesdays and thursday nights uh you would have the schedule set so you knew exactly what time you were going to play what day you're going to play and who you're going to play against um so that's something i was kind of testing out and um I may need to expand that a little bit more and try to hire possible developers to kind of get it to act to to be exactly what I want it to to how I want it to to look like and and to feel. Um, so, but as of right now, I think um, until I can get the funds for that, uh, we're just kind of working on just doing some maybe weekly or biweekly tournaments uh, using Smash.gg where. Uh, I'm really excited about Volta because I think that's got a lot of potential. So we're going to do a lot of uh, live events for those and online. And for those that don't know what Volta is, it's basically FIFA Street. So um, I think that's going to change the game. Uh, it's going to make it a lot more fun. Uh, unfortunately, as of right now, I know that uh, online team play is not available uh, for launch, but we're crossing our fingers that it's something that that's going to you know, pop up down the road where we can all kind of play together. Uh, with our friends and that way we can actually start doing team tournaments instead of 1v1s i know i'm looking forward to volta uh, i play fifa i know joey you play fifa also it's uh, fifa street was an amazing game so i'm kind of glad that they're bringing that title back instead of making it a separate title also they're just going to include it in fifa 20 which is nice it's going to save me about 30 to 60 dollars in my wallet so i'm <laughs> i'm super excited for that but you mentioned it earlier uh in the segment here uh your relationship with dc united this past EMLS season uh, was DC United's first jump into esports, and you really played a a really big part in getting DC United even interested in EMLS and serving as, as a consultant for them, really, and helping develop that relationship with EMLS going forward. So I wonder if you can just talk to us a little bit about what that experience was like, you know, hustling and, and, and working so hard over the years, building that relationship to the point where now you know, you're doing tournaments with DC United, and now they're in e EMLS. They have a EMLS Pro, and 
they're diving headfirst into esports. Yeah, I mean, that was, whew, I tell you, for those that are looking to become entrepreneurs, do never give up. You know, persistence, persistence, persistence. That's one thing that I've learned in working with DC United because I, it was, it was year after year where I tried to get something going with them and it just fell through the cracks. We had something going again and it fell through the cracks, but I, I never gave up. And uh, finally, I had the opportunity to work with the reps where we had the chance to start doing um, watch parties for them. And that's kind of how things got kicked off. And then that's how my name got thrown around in the organization. And uh, it was and, and I was funny story. I was in on, on vacation uh, in Honduras and Roatan, and that's when I got the phone call. And they're like, Patrick, we need the best FIFA player that you have. And I was like, I have multiple players. I don't know who to choose. And, and honestly, it wouldn't be fair because I know that they were looking at uh, a couple of content creators and pros that were outside the DMV. But for someone who, you know, uh, is a leader of the community here for the FIFA scene, um, I've heard the voices where a lot of these guys have been looking for this opportunity. They've been looking forward to it. And I know they've been asking, they were even complaining why DC United wasn't in it the first year. Now that they were, uh, you know, jumping on board the second year, um, this is their opportunity. And then I just thought it was only fair that these guys had a chance to play for a spot to represent DC United. And I wanted to make sure that I did everything that I could in my power to, to vouch for them and say, hey, I think it's only fair that we run a tournament here. And luckily, we did. You know, and you guys helped us out. You guys shot Cassidy the event, which was super awesome. It was an amazing experience. I mean, it was breathtaking. It was something I was always looking forward to. Uh, we had about 50. We kept the tournament at about 50 people. Uh, we sold out the event in literally two days. Um, and it was crunch time, too. Like, we had a, I think we got the go about three days before the event, right? So we launched it out, sold out. And we had a lot of guys that came out. It was super competitive. And um, Renato, who won the tournament, came to one of my FIFA events, I think maybe once in the past, maybe twice. Uh, but one, uh, he met all the criteria and um, became the you know EMLS player. And he did such an amazing job. I was there to, for the Dallas event. I was there for the Boston event. He came in sixth place. I mean, there was a lot of games where... Yeah, he should have won, and I think it's I, – I always like to call it the FIFA BS because it was just – it's FIFA. The, the game is not the best. <laughs> um, but uh, he did an incredible job, and I hope that uh, next year, you know, he, they, he joins again. But at the same time, I also think that it's fair that we give the community another opportunity to kind of play for that spot. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you, and I'm sure John does as well. There's something special about local talent – especially when you know the local talent and have been able to watch them grow over the years um, in the local scene to make it to that professional level. So we 100% back that decision, Pat. Oh, absolutely, 100%. And you never know. There's always like a hidden gem too in the area, right? You're one of those hidden gems. <laughs> I mean, look at how much you've grown over the past year alone. It's absolutely amazing to watch the eSports Fair Play brand continue to grow. I mean, now you're working with the Game Gym. You've worked with MSE and Wizards District Gaming, DC United. You're working with those cool guys at OTN. I mean, there's just so many ways that you've expanded your 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 ministry, your... Um, what am I going for, John? See, this is what happens when we record at 9.50 at night. <laughs> when you've expanded your reach, 
when you've expanded your reach to all these different areas, it's just, it's beautiful to watch in all honesty. Um, the other thing, Pat, so you mentioned you traveled, you went to Dallas, you went to Boston with the EMLS. John and I did not have the opportunity to travel for any EMLS events. What was that like seeing something else? Because we've seen traditional Overwatch and League of Legends, like those traditional esports out there for competitions. How is it seeing something that's sport-based with the MLS backing it? It's awesome. I mean, once I arrived, and uh, at first, uh, the players go through uh, the group stages, which is not open to the public, and they're not able to stream. But... Um, you had on the left side, it was the East and on the right side, you had the guys on the West. And in my opinion, which I thought the East was the toughest. Right. Um, and again, Renato did such an amazing job and, um, it was, it was incredible to watch, to see it on a professional level. Right. You know, everything that we've done is always just been amateur and just fun and stuff like that. But like, just to see on a professional level was just, I I've never never thought I would ever be in that position. Um, it was cool. I got to see how serious these guys were. It was just quiet. Like it was tense. Um, and of course you had those moments where there was frustrations and happiness and joys and cheers. And, uh, it was nice to just to watch it. And then finally get to see the, the top four players from each group advance to, uh, the main stage. And that's where the crowds came, uh, they had the main stage and um, it was seeing everything just, you know, from uh, from the group stages to, to the finals was um, an incredible experience. Uh, I hope I get to see again uh, and uh, I hope that we can give either uh, another person in the community the opportunity to represent DC United or Renato again. Um, but who knows? Right. And um, we're trying our best to kind of make that happen. We're working on some ideas. Um but as of moment, like Grant says, TBD, right? <laughs> well, Grant says he's moving away from TBD. I, I asked him uh, at a uh, Washington Justice watch party about TBD. He was like, no, 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 I'm trying to move away from that. Trying to move. Look, the, the meme was created. It's there. It's TBD from now on. Sorry, Grant. Yeah, it is TBD. And actually, I've just started using it a lot. And it, it is very helpful because you don't know the answer. <laughs> just get to the point. Make it short. TBD. We'll get back to you. All right, Pat. So I, I have to ask. We've kind of recapped everything that's happened within the past year or two years for you. Working relationship with MSE, Wizards District Gaming, uh, you DC United and their entry into EMLS. Uh, you organized and ran the first ever eSport tournament ever for DC United at Audi Field, at Eagle Bank, uh, at the Eagle Bank Club section or suite level. Not quite sure the official title there. Uh but that's a lot of firsts for you here in the last several years. I have to ask, with the bar being as high as it is, I what's next? Like there, there's so much potential. You have so much motivation and energy behind you, pushing you forward. Without spoiling too much, because I don't want you to give away anything that, that that you can't talk about yet. But what what's next for esports fair play? What's next for you? That's a great question. Um, I think. My main focus really is uh, I want to grow the community here, right? I want to grow local scenes. I want to build the roots here. And I'm very grateful to be working with Josh over at the game gym. So uh, he's been very pleased and very happy to see um, the numbers that we've been bringing to the game gym. And, and it's just being consistent all the time, right? And that's that's number one 
into running esports tournaments, uh, into running esports events. Um, so once Josh has moved to his new venue, uh, we're going to be working together to kind of construct more um, FIFA events there. So that way we can actually start. And and actually, not too long ago, we had the very first uh, co-op tournament, two v two, and we had about twenty four people there. Uh, it was like twelve teams, you know, not a lot, but I mean that's it's a great start. Everybody had a lot of fun, and to me, that's one of my my favorite uh, events to host is 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 the two v twos, right? Just because I love how you can play with your friend, I love how you can play against others, and when you when you you know make the the passes and you score that sweet goal, you don't celebrate, you celebrate with your friend, and just to see two guys just like shake hands, like clap, yell, it is. It's it's what brings joy to me, and if that brings joy to me, I know that it brings joy to them, and that's what I want to grow more here, especially with kids, um, young adults, and adults, and just kind of get them to build networks, grow together, um, and just see new friendships form, right? And I, that's kind of that's like I said in the beginning, the submission that I want to look for, and then I'm. Whatever opportunity presents to us, you know, I'm always knocking on doors and seeing what else that we can do. But I want to make sure that I, I take care of the roots here. So as we wrap up this interview, Pat, I have to ask, what are some next events on the calendar? What can the listeners of GoDC look to attend? Uh, so actually, uh, this Saturday, we're hosting the uh, third DC United watch party for DC United. And the top. So how that works is we have four uh, four tournaments. Uh, the winner of each tournament will get in, will be invited to the championship tournament where they'll get to play uh, with four of the DC United professional soccer players. And what we did for that event was we had the tournament winners pick their partner, which was a DC United player. So we had to, we had the co-op tournament, which was a lot of fun, and I thought it was even and was going to be fair and, and fun. Um, and they all had a great time. So. The winner of each tournament will be invited to the championship tournament where we're looking to, to, to do the exact same thing again. So we have that coming up. Again, hopefully we'll have a very special announcement very soon with another organization that we're working with. So we're going to have some online tournaments and live tournaments coming up. Uh, Josh is moving to the game, to his new venue. So hopefully in October, we're looking to have some events. And um, right now, just kind of, I'm just testing out some online features where we can do host online tournaments soon. So that's kind of like what's in the, uh, in the future as of right now. All right. So before you go, before we end this segment, I have to ask you, you're a big soccer fan. Are you willing to put it out there for the entire DMV to know which team you root for? Obviously, aside from DC United, the number one team you root for that, that you bleed for, um, and why is that team Manchester United? <laughs> totally not Manchester United. I do uh, bleed uh, red, but uh, my favorite team is Chelsea. How I became a fan. So I can tell you why I became an Oakland Raiders fan. Oh, no, 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 no. There is no Oakland Raider, no Oakland Raider propaganda allowed on Go DC. I will edit all of that out if I have to. <laughs> oh my god, you Denver fans, I tell you. I still got to go to Colorado to watch one of those games though. And the Raiders broke my heart. But I think I I, I just I watched a game on TV one day and it happened to be Chelsea. Um the logo stuck out to me, the player stuck out to me. 
Um, I just liked the way that they were playing football at that time. And I went to the store and I happened to see the jersey. And I was like, all right, I'm going to buy that jersey. And I was little at the time. And uh, from there, I just became a fan. And I still have that jersey till this very day. So it's probably the only Chelsea jersey that I have that I'll always continue to wear. Oh, it still fits too? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm like really skinny. So like even my Arlington Cubs like <laughs> shirt that I used to wear when I was like eight years old still fits me. Wow. From great esports tournaments all the way to old jerseys that you still fit into. Good times. All right. Patrick Valdez of Esports Fairplay, the local soccer guru. You can find him on social. Okay. You just recently changed your social media. So, so let me make sure I get this right. It used to be the FIFA guy 24. Now it's uh panicking Pat panicking Pat. Okay. And that is going to be on, uh, you have Twitter, you have, do you have a Facebook page for esports? Fair? Yeah. You have a Facebook page for esports fair play. You have a discord for esports fair play. So for everyone listening, we're going to put all of those in the show notes for you as well. Make sure you check out esportsfairplay.com for all upcoming tournaments all around the DMV and especially in that new beautiful facility up in Maryland with the game gym coming up in the near future. Again, Pat, can't thank you enough for coming on. And uh, we're definitely going to have you back on here. Uh, I have a feeling uh, sooner rather than later. Yes, yes. Guys, thank you so much. And congratulations on everything you guys accomplished and, and keep doing, you know, Keep grinding. Keep up the hard work. I love it. And uh, looking forward to listening to more of your shows. And, Joey, before we wrap up, although the pro seasons are over for the Washington Justice in the Overwatch League and our Wizards DG in the NBA 2K League, that's not stopping the Justice from traveling to Australia for a show match this weekend. Uh, they are technically in the future. I believe they're like 14, 15 hours in the future. I don't know. The, the, the time difference is absolutely crazy. But if you are up this weekend, early in the morning or late at night when it kicks off, make sure you hop on Twitch to catch this amazing event and cheer on your Washington justice. That will do it for this episode of Game on DC. If you enjoy listening to Game on DC, we want to hear from you. Leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. You can also leave us a comment on Google Play and SoundCloud. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to keep up with all gaming and esports news right here in the DMV. Joey, where else can our listeners go to follow Game on DC? Listeners, head on over to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to find us at Game on DC. You can also find us using hashtag GoDC. Until next time, I'm John. I'm Joey. Game, Game on, on DC. DC.